Hi, welcome to the Guys for Podcast, just two guys answering the internet's questions. I'm Sean Cordingly. And I'm David R. Smith. As we're at two months, we're going to be doing our regular What Are You Reading, Watching, Playing, and our newest edition, Listening To segment. Uh, so it's not really a question as to who who's asking this, it's just... This was a general question that we yeah. had four months ago now. Yeah, I think we've done it. That, and we we've are, done it twice. This now. will be the third time. Yeah, this will be the third time. So we figure once a month is too too soon. There's only four podcasts, and we end up talking about this for half hour, forty five minutes. Yeah, well, so we figure every two months makes sense. And yeah, yeah now we're we've added. What are you listening to? So you know, sure. we can talk even longer. Yeah, exactly. So we start with the one that you always struggle the most with. What are you playing? Uh, I am still playing a lot of Words with Friends. Okay. Um, I love the online word games. Uh, yep. I My friend Carrie and I have four games going at the same time. Wow. Just because that way you never really have to wait for somebody to play a turn, although I've been really bad this week. It's my holiday yeah. week, and I'm like, ah, I'm not going to get to it. So You're on holidays. Exactly. Uh, so I'm playing that, and I'm playing a little bit of golf right now, cool. which has been really nice. I actually played three times this past week. Which was pretty great. Um, I've played four this golf season, and I figure down down the stretch in July and August I'll have some time off, and and we'll play a little bit more on the in the next couple months. But uh, yeah, three nice. games, three golf games in in a week. That's that's pretty sweet for me. How'd you shoot? I shot okay in the first game. Um, my cousin ended up winning the tournament. He beat me by four strokes, I think. Not so that wasn't bad. Yeah. Um, so that was at the Sundry Golf Course. And then uh, Monday and then Wednesday of this past week, I went up to my folks' place and played the, the golf course on which I grew up. Oh, yeah. And I was awful on Monday. I was terrible. I went out by myself. I ended up golfing with this really nice couple from Edmonton. Oh, they were nice. coming through. They were doing a golf trip. They had done Jasper, then Hinton. And, like, I just I walked on. I was like, can I get a tee time? Like, you can golf with these two. Perfect. I was terrible. It, w- it was. It was. And it's always the worst when you're with some people you don't know. Yeah. When you that's when you have a bad game and you're yeah. just like, oh, this is the worst. Oh, it was. And I started off. I started off so strong. I was like, par. This is great. Great start to the round. And then I promptly got like a triple bogey or something. I was like, Ooh. cool. That's that's wonderful. Um, the second hole in Barhead has a very sharp dog leg left. Okay. It took me three shots to get to the corner. It's like, oh, oh, that does not bode well. Uh, so Monday was terrible. I shot 109 on a 70, 72, 72. Okay, yeah. So okay. it wasn't it wasn't great. And then yeah, that's a bad day. Yeah, it was not great. And then Wednesday was one of the best rounds of my life. I shot a 42 on the front, hmm. um, and then I shot a 48 on the back, and that was with two eights. So I mean, you take those eights and you turn them into sixes, and all of a sudden I'm at a 44. Yeah. So, but even either way, like I've never broken 90 on that course, and I shot a 90. I was like, you know what? I'm okay with that. That's pretty good. And my dad shot 91. It's the first time I've ever beat my dad playing golf. I was like, okay, today doesn't suck. Dave did post about that on Facebook. I did. And I did post a gif of Shia LaBeouf clapping. You did. Like, feverishly clapping. Yeah, I really liked it. Um, So I shaved 19 strokes off in two days. So I don't know what I was doing different. I was just, I was with people I knew. I was a little bit more comfortable, maybe. A little more relaxed. Yeah. Maybe just because I had played that bad run. I don't know what it was, but something happened, and I was like, okay, one of the best rounds of my life, so... I'm going to retire. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, what about you? What are you playing? 
Uh, I've been playing a lot of Alien Isolation. Okay. Uh, which I was playing when you came over yep. today, which is a survival horror game set in between the first Alien movie, my favorite movie of all time, you know, to spoil that thing that we're going to do in the fall, and also <laughs> to spoil the article I wrote last September. Yeah. Uh, but it happens between Alien and Aliens. Uh, you're, and so you're basically stranded on a space station. You're the daughter of Ripley, and you're trying to figure out what happened to your mom. And the really awesome parts are things like it's noise sensitive. I was telling Dave about this when he when I was playing through it. I'm just like, yeah, if you have the microphone plugged in, which I usually do, there's a loud noise. The alien will hear it and will start tracking you based on the noise in your room. That is so cool. Which is a ridiculous concept, and it makes that horror game a lot more difficult, but it's pretty great. Uh, I've also been playing some NBA 2K16, the free basketball game. Okay, yeah. PS Plus free for June. I think you were you were talking about it before, maybe in the game or maybe it was just between you and me, but you'd said that it was tricky. Yeah, I hadn't played, I haven't played uh, basketball, like, video games since Super Nintendo. Okay. Like, like the NBA Jam NBA era? NBA Jam. I also, yeah, NBA Jam for sure, but I also had a, like, NBA... I don't know. Like a legitimate style? Okay, yeah, or yeah. something like that. So I played that. Okay. But yeah, it's it's tricky. I'm getting the hang of it. Yeah. I'm enjoying it, though. Okay. So, hey, that's great. And I've also been playing, to tie it into what you were talking about, the golf club. Oh. A random golf game where you can design your own courses and then play them. You can play them, too? Yeah. That sounds so fun. It's pretty great. Did you get it for free? Uh, no, but I got it for $2? Amazing. $3, something like that. It was an insane flash sale. Were there pre-existing courses that you could play as well, or oh, did you tons. have... Oh, okay. Yeah, and there's user-loaded courses as well. Oh, so nice. So anyone who, else, who has designed a course, you can just go play it. That is so cool. It's so it's really like fun. Little Big Planet for golf. Pretty much. Amazing. Yeah, only you can't really customize yourself very much. There's just like sure. 15 shirts, Some random avatars, but... Whatever. But I don't care. That's not... I just want to... That would be so cool. Yeah. Golf video games are so fun. Well, and it's... It is the stick. Like, the stick to swing, so it's back and oh, forward, nice. and yeah. you have to do it straight, and yeah. then depending on what club you're using is how accurate you have to be for hitting like, sure. the sweet yeah. spot, and no, it's it's been good. Great. Uh, actual sports-wise, nothing. I'm sure. just, like, hiking and yeah. junk. That's what I usually do. Yep. So. Well, it's tricky when you have allergies, and yeah. it's hard to breathe. Well, and it's just, my schedule is not conducive to booking like i'm gonna go play like intramural football sure uh, except yeah. i can't make this night this night this night or any weekends yeah that's and that's sweet fair. and i am playing i am still playing rec league softball but i think i talked about that last time our league was just about yeah. to start and yeah i think it was just yeah. starting so as of our recording this we play in our in our spring final today so it's our last game of the spring season oh nice um i think we're playing for third and fourth Good. It's all right. Yeah, we yeah. we lost last week to a really to a very good team. So we're playing. I mean, everybody gets the same amount of games. It's just what position you're playing for, right? Um, so I think we're playing for third. But we play same team. Like we, our team plays in the in a couple weeks. We start the summer league, and I'm oh, very nice. excited. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's good to get out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go drink beer with a bunch of good people. You know, yeah. how can you go wrong? Exactly. Yeah. What do you want to do next? Do you want to do reading like we usually did? Sure, we can just cool. kind of follow we'll, the same order. Let's put listening in between watching, because okay. watching is always the longest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I am reading the autobiography, Joe, You Could Have Made Us Proud. It's written by Joe Pepitone. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I had heard, I don't even remember where I had heard about it, but it was one of those, I was watching TV and somebody was talking about this book, and I was like, that sounds really interesting. Yeah. And... Like, I didn't know anything about Joe Pepitone. I mean... Yeah, I, uh, right? 
Like, do you know who he is? Have you heard of him? I've heard of him. Okay, but... he played for the Yankees the same time as, like, he came in kind of on the, the latter half of their careers, but, like, Mickey Mantle. Yeah. And, um, uh, uh, well, Joe DiMaggio was kind of around. Yogi Berra was there. Whitey Ford was their pitcher. Um, who was the, uh, Roger Maris. Maris was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all these guys. He was, at one point, he made the All-Star game as, first, as a first baseman. Like, he pummeled a bunch of home runs, but... He had major psychological issues oh. and like just guilt from from his childhood, and he had a really messed up career, I think. And like he mm-hmm. he w- would carouse with women, and he cheated on his wife countless times. And it's just like so. I'm reading kind of all not his exploits, like it's an autobiography. Um, oh wow! Yeah, and like he's very candid about it. It's a really really interesting read. Hmm. That's a good read for summer too. Mm-hmm. Baseball, exactly. And it's not a hard read. And so it like I'm I, I I started reading it this week, and I'm halfway through the book. Like I'll be done oh, in good. no time because it's you know it's not a difficult read. Yeah, and it's very interesting. I get to read about all these characters and all these different players. Like the only time I ever heard of Joe Pepitone was on Seinfeld when Kramer goes to fantasy baseball camp. <laughs> And then he beans Joe Pepitone because he's crowding the plate. Right. And so, like, that was kind of when I had heard of him, but then the name just kind of went off. So, like... I saw the movie 61, which was, like, an HBO movie by Billy Crystal about, oh, like, okay. the 61 home run year. Oh, yeah, okay. For Roger Maris yeah. and Mickey Mantle's there. So, like, yeah. that's vaguely where I oh, remember. Okay. Interesting. So... But, yeah, cool. like, yeah, it was. it's a very good read. So, if you guys can find it, it's, it's totally worth checking out. Nice. Mm-hmm. What are you reading? Um, I, I'm still working on that gigantic book of Locked Room Mysteries that I've been oh, right. working on yeah. since we started yeah. doing this thing, and I'll probably be reading it all year. It's massive, and it's not one that I... Like, I'm reading a ton of news in between. Yeah. I have a couple other things I've been reading as well, but it's just... It's one of those things that I pick up, I read two, I put down, sure. I don't think about it for a couple weeks, then I'm like, I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna read a few of these, and totally. then I do. Yeah, and that's I love books like that. It's like having the complete works of Edgar Allan Poe or something. Yep. Like you read a couple of his stories, and it's like, okay, I don't need to read this anymore for a while. And then it's like, you know what? I'm going to read the Telltale Heart today. I exactly. love stuff like that. And that's and that's exactly why I have it is because I like having a book like that on the go. Right. Uh, I read a ton of news. Sure. And also for work, as I'm reading copy and all of that sort of stuff. Uh, I just read Planet Hulk and World War Hulk. Okay. Uh, which is, you'll be actually be able to follow this, because you know in Civil War, which is the movie that just came out, yes. they sent Hulk away, right? Okay. In the movies, Hulk just kind of flies away and isn't there. Oh. But in the books, the like Reed Richards, the head of Fantastic Four, mm-hmm. Iron Man, Doctor is Strange. Is that Mr. Fantastic? Yes. Okay. Yes! <laughs> well done. <laughs> and Black Bolt, who I don't expect you to know. Okay. Doctor uh, Strange. Yep. Iron Black Man. Bolt, Iron Oh, Iron Man. That was the yeah. one I missed. Okay. Uh, they trick him into a spaceship and send him to an alien planet. And they're like, it's okay, you'll be fine. We just don't think you're going to be safe here, and it's not safe for us to have you on Earth anymore. Interesting. So he goes, so Planet Hulk is him, like, they thought they sent him to an uncolonized planet, but it's actually, like, this kind of imperial planet and he's captured and forced to be a gladiator what yeah so it's that and then like the uprising i don't want to spoil it in case some people haven't read it sure and then world war hulk because obviously you know hulk doesn't die because it's the hulk and also it's comic books even if he did die he'd come back and they'd write something else sure world war hulk is when he comes back to get back at them for doing it cool so yeah and these are comics yeah awesome 
That does sound pretty great. Yeah, I also read uh, 37 volumes of Berserk from Japan, which was the medieval fantasy, which was kind of a cross between Dracula and and Game of Thrones. Okay. Just ridiculous, insane action sequences and a crazy, dark, very hard story. Okay. So 37 volumes of that at 250 pages apiece. Good lord. It's serial fiction. It's been going since the 80s. Right. So every chapter kind of ends on a cliffhanger. Right. And I have, like, a bunch of different manga things, so it's very easy to get a hold of. Sure. So, yeah, that was a process. yeah. That was a lot of pages. Yeah. But I'm now caught up, and it's still being printed, so I just have to wait for the new chapters to come out. (laughs) And then get translated. Sure, yeah. So. Very cool. So that's what I've been reading. Nice. Uh, Listening? Yeah. I'm listening to, well, a friend of ours from university has a band, and I went to their CD release party around Easter, I believe. Okay. Um, so her band is The Collapse, at Jenny Cost. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And uh, so, yeah, I went to their CD release party, so I'm listening to, to their CD in my truck as I'm driving around. It's Nice. She's got a phenomenal voice. She has a great voice. Yeah. And yeah. so... I never really heard any of their stuff until I, but I was like, "You've got a CD release party? I'll go, I'll go support you." And the, the CD is quite good. Cool. Yeah, so I'm listening to that. So that's just a local band. Um, but I'm also listening to a new podcast. It's in its second season. It's called the Black Tapes Podcast. Oh yeah. Have you heard of that? I've one? heard of it, but I've never listened to it. I'm only a few episodes in. My friend Ashley was the one who suggested I I check it out right. um, because she and I really like watching horror movies and stuff. And yeah. you know we we kind of talk about. P.S. The Shallows is really good. Is it? Yeah. You've seen it? No. Oh, uh, it's the iHorror.com. Head to blah blah. Right, right, right. It the, looks the people it's, who it's know. as good as I hope it's going to be. I hope so. Okay. Although we disagree on the witch, so have you seen it? Okay. Anyway, I quite liked it. But I was looking for something different than I think you were. Because sure. I went in thinking, I went in kind of knowing what it was. Right. And expecting that, and I got it. Yeah. I was expecting, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Something different. Yeah. Whereas The Shallows is our head writer and reviewer, John, who, it's his birthday today. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, John. He called it, the this could be the renaissance of great shark movies. Really? Yeah. There are some people who don't care for it, as it always happens. Sure. But this is, it's supposed to be a great oh, shark film. Oh, Cool. Um, I do like Blake Lively. Anyway, uh, so the Black Tapes podcast. So it's it's about. I mean, it started off this the Regan, Alex Regan, who was the the host of it. Okay, uh, she was going to every episode was going to be about different people with different vocations and just interesting people. Right. She's going to interview these interesting people, and so the first people that she started talking to were these paranormal psychologists and like ghost sure. hunters, basically. Yeah, paranormal investigators, and so it ended up. She ended up getting connected with this guy named Richard Strand, who has what is called the Strand Institute, and so for almost 20 years, he has offered a million dollars to anybody who could prove that anything that's paranormal is actually paranormal, yep. and not debunk it with science, yep. um, and so far he hasn't paid anybody out yet, um, but she found this guy, and so basically she shifted from going to just documenting interesting people, interesting people to him for an entire, at least first season, I don't know if the second season is or not, Cool, but... And the black tapes are kind of his unsolved cases. Oh, um, it's really fascinating. So yeah, I'm in. I'm up to. I've only listened to a few episodes. I listened to it from my parents' place, 
but it's it's really fascinating. So I'm I'm kind of looking forward to burning through a few more. Now that you're 122 episodes into your own podcast, you're like, man, I should listen to some of these. Yeah, basically. Yeah, and <laughs> everybody good. keeps telling me what kind of podcast. You know, it's like you should listen to this and this and this. I'm like, I listen to a lot of music and sports talk radio. I don't have time for podcasts. When I'm driving four hours to my parents' place, it's like I'm bored of music. I'm gonna listen to this podcast. Holy crap, this is really good. Yeah. So yeah. it's been it's been really interesting. So you know there's sports talk podcasts, right? No. But they don't well, I'm sure there's podcasts that talk about the flames. There's but, tons. Yeah. But I don't know how good they are. That's the problem. But I like and I like the local guys on the fans, so Yeah, that's anyway. Fair. But yeah, it's it's a phenomenal and it's yeah, so it's second season and cool. yeah. Um I'm only into the first one, but it's quite good. Nice. Yeah. I listen to a pile of podcasts, so I'm going to kind of spread them out sure. <laughs> across these things. Uh, but first off, I just have to qualify the fact that most of what I listen to is the stuff for the two lists I write mm, for the mm-hmm. guys from .com, Tuesday Tunes, and Throwback Tracks, available <laughs> every Tuesday and Thursday. Sure. Because I'm listening to new music and new indie music, yeah. and then I write that. Uh, some of the songs that have stuck around the most for me out of that in the last couple months, though, would be Swim by Valley. I've been okay. listening to that one a lot. Uh, and right on by Rocky Antii, or Ntai. I'm not sure if how to pronounce it. Okay. I've only ever seen it written, so those are the two that I have stuck with me right. the most. There are others that I really like from the list. Obviously, I stand by everything I put up. Sure. But these are the ones that I've been kind of putting into my summer. Like, I'm going to go for a hike. I'm going to build a little playlist for it, and those have been hitting the playlist quite frequently. Nice. Okay. I spent the last couple days listening to a pile of Buddy Holly's greatest hits. Interesting. Felt like it. Sure. Just thought, yeah. Like, last night, I literally sat, watched the sun go down, ate watermelon, and listened to Buddy Holly. That sounds amazing. It was pretty great. That sounds like a great day. I was pretty happy with that. I've also been, whenever I clean up and do that sort of houseworky junk, I'm always going to musicals. Lately, it's been A Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder, the okay. original Broadway recording. It is awesome. You don't necessarily have to see the play, as I have not seen the play. Mm-hmm. I've just read about it and listened to the recording to get it. Okay. It's funny. Nice. Podcast-wise, as odd as it is to use our own to talk about one that's probably got way more listeners than ours, Black Tapes as well. Yeah. But uh, you must remember this. I've been listening to a pile of lately. Okay. It's by Karina Longworth, part of the Panoply Network. Uh, Karina Longworth is a freelance film critic now, uh, but she used to do LA Weekly and a bunch of different stuff oh, okay. like that. Uh, and what she does is she finds, like, it's basically stories from Hollywood past. Oh, cool. So she did, like, a 16-episode series, each episode's between half an hour to an hour, on Star Wars. And I don't mean the movie, I mean the stars during World War II. Oh. So it's just like, this episode, we're just going to talk about, uh, like, Rita Hayworth. That's it. Cool. And so it's just, you you get a real sense of, like, what Errol Flynn was like and all of that. And so she does all of the historical research, and she builds it into, like, a narrative to walk you through a set of time. Nice. So right now, like, I'm way behind. Sure. I just started listening to her in the last couple months. So right now, I am in Charlie Manson's Hollywood. So she's going, she went from, like, Charlie Manson as a kid through his prison like sentences before because mm-hmm. he actually tried to stay in prison when they let him out and that's when he went to California and so like I'm just getting to where the Manson family like right. killing starts yeah. happening and cool. it's like 11 episodes of that then I think she does like MGM so the story from like Mayor all the way till Mayor's out 
Really? Which is the like mid-60s. So it's a lot of like the studio era, that sort of stuff. And then after that, the one I think that's going right now is The Blacklist. Oh, so nice. About, yeah. Like, because of the communists and... Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, she's just... She's really good. Nice. Really good. So I've been listening to a lot of that. Cool. That's uh, You Must Remember This. You Must Remember This. Yeah. Hmm. If only we had enough listeners that we didn't have to do a podcast every week for an entire year, and we could actually have, like, seasons. Because we don't... It's just like, this is episode 122. Two. And, like, I was looking, I was like, oh, they only have 12 episodes. And then they start a new season. Cool. Yeah. To be fair, though, most of the ones I've talked about are either weekly or... Or sure. listened to as weekly or bi-weekly. Yeah. So it's not well, like it's... So is this one... You must remember this. Is it like, so she does 11 and then like just keeps She'll going? take a month off or whatever oh, okay. to do the research sure. she needs to, to get backed up. And then she'll do every week for three months. Research for a podcast? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we just wing it here. That's not true. That's not we true We actually do a fair amount of research. Yeah. Prep work. Because sometimes it's not necessarily research. It's like... Depends what the question is. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, that's so, cool. That sounds awesome. Yeah. That sounds really interesting, and I'll, I'll probably eventually check it out as well. Yeah, because you know, I'll remind you. I'm listening to podcasts now. Yay! Woo-hoo-hoo! Uh, watching. I'm watching Archer. Okay. Sure. Yeah. It's it's something to have on in the background. You know, some it's it's fluffy, it's funny. I mean, it's it's adult oriented cartoon humor, and it's fun. Yep. And like, I like that Jessica Walters in it, and I think John Benjamin is he's got the perfect voice. Like, he's got a great voice for animation. Yeah. And I'd started watching it a while back. A friend of mine kind of got me into it and uh, I watched a little bit and then one day I was just like, I think Netflix is like, start rewatching Archer. I was like, okay. And so I did. And so every now and then I'll watch an episode of it. Also this week when I was at my folks' place, they were, their internet service sucks in the sense that they always draw over what their data amount is allowed at their house. Strange. I don't, yeah, it's really weird. And, like, Dad can't figure it out. And so I was going to watch some Netflix. I'm like, oh, if you guys are already drawing too much, me watching Netflix for three or four days is going to draw a lot of bandwidth. So I'm not going to do that. So I had uh, all the seasons of The Wire on my computer. Oh. And so I've been re-watching The Wire. Cool. Because um, I love it. And Why not? It's why The not? Wire. Exactly. It's one of the best HBO shows ever. Yeah. Um, so I've been just kind of, I picked up kind of where I thought I left off and uh, just started watching it again. Cool. Um, so that's kind of what I'm watching. And then beyond that, like Euro Cup, I've been yep. watching a little bit. Not not as much as the World Cup and not as much as I would like. Yeah. But it's hard. The times have been hard. It's true. The first game's at seven. The last game's done by three. Yeah. So with here. the Yeah. With the quarterfinals, like now that we're in the elimination, they're all kind of like one o'clock games. So it's yep. not quite as... Primetime in France. Yeah. So it's not quite yep. as hard, but it's still it's still tricky. But I've been watching a little bit of that. Cool. Um, and that's basically it. Movies? Nothing? Um, what have I watched lately? I don't know if I've seen anything new recently. Well, it doesn't have to be new, but... Well, I rewatched The Martian, because it was on the other day. Great. Um, that movie's always fun. Let me come back to you on that. You ca- you start okay. talking, I'll see if I can remember anything. My fluffy background thing has been old episodes of American Dad. Nice. I don't know why, I just thought... Well, what happened was, I was like, I need something. Then I went back and watched the Vietnam episode. Sure. Because that's an amazing episode yeah. of anything. And then I've just kind of been picking and choosing. It's like, oh, I've got 20, 30 minutes. Right. Sure. <laughs> and I just started, I found a user on YouTube who's been uploading a bunch of, 
Like, I think I talked before about the Big Fat Quiz of Everything and some of those, like, British yeah. panel shows. Yeah. I just started watching Was It Something I Said? Okay. Which is, it's a series, like, it's a panel show, so they have two team captain, captains and, like, a host, and then there's two guests sure. that kind of rotate through, and it's a competitive panel show where the comedians are trying to figure out who said quotes. And sometimes they're famous quotes. Okay. Sometimes they're just like random. Like, was this you, was this the other team or Piers Morgan or okay. Idi Amin? Right. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Exactly. So uh, it's hosted by David Mitchell, hmm. which amazing. is amazing. Yeah. Uh, and Richard Iowata is one of the team captains. Is that the guy from the IT crowd? It is. It's such a. I, I would never think that that's how we pronounce his last name. But anyway, love that guy. I I just found somebody who did that like a couple of days ago. Okay. So I've seen the first couple of episodes, and they're really fun. Nice. So I I've always liked those panel shows. I wish we could get them here. I wish we could get somebody to make them here. Yeah. Because they're amazing. But they really are. We don't have that culture of just kind of like roving intellectual comedian. Yeah. Like at midnight is close ish, mm-hmm. and it's fun, but it's not quite the same it's not really a panel show it's more game showy yeah but it's close ish yeah but yeah was it something i said cool pretty entertaining nice uh euro like you said i've watched more than you have you have i know i have yeah i Um, know you have (laughs) it's been good not the world cup good though no one i think that's one of the reasons why i haven't been watching it because it hasn't been as good as the world cup like, and I get that it never is as good as the World Cup, because the World Cup, it's it's wonderful to watch Brazil and Colombia mm-hmm. play, like, Costa Rica, yeah. play Japan. That, it's fun. But Euro has got so many of the best teams in the world in it, you would think it would be better, but the football has been very cautious. Mm. Interesting. A lot of cautious football. Yeah. Like that, I don't know if you saw that round of 16 Portugal-Croatia game. No. But it was... The announcers and the panel guys on TSN were talking about how this was one of the worst games of football they have ever seen in their careers. Really? I would ask for my money back. The like the announcers themselves were and usually the announcers are pretty good about like they'll fill time. Sure. The color guy at about ninety five minutes, because of course it went to extra time because nobody had a shot on goal until the hundred and eighteenth minute. Good lord. Even the color guy just stopped talking. He's just like, I have, what do I, I, I have nothing to add to this. Right. It's terrible. <laughs> wow. Cool. Like, I yeah. feel bad for the fans. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just, it was Can so bad. Can you imagine if you, it was in France, right? Yeah. It, it is in France. If you went to, if you, it's like, okay, this is my year. I'm going to, I'm going to pay for a plane ticket and I'm going to go over to the Euro and I'm going to catch a game. I'm going to catch one of the quarterfinal games. Yeah. Well, round then, of 16, but yeah. Round yes. of 16. So technically it would be quarterfinal. But yes, you're going to catch one of the round of 16. Well, the quarters are now because there's eight left. And then there's the semis. There's right. the finals. Round right. of yes, 16. Yes, is, yes, 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 yes. Right. Anyway, I'm going to catch that. I'm going to catch one of the – like I have enough money to ca- watch one game. I'll catch an elimination game. It works on my schedule. Or, yeah, yeah. A, a, a playoff game. And you get this one that people are calling the worst game and that they've ever seen. Like yeah. how mad would you be as a football fan? So mad. So so mad. Why, do you know, why do you figure they're playing so cautiously? Because because especially in that game, their side of the bracket was very clear to get to the semis. You weren't going to face anyone really scary until you faced probably Belgium. Right. So whoever won that is probably making the semis, which also means you could finish third, which right. is great. 
So they played not to lose. And the other team also played not to lose. So it was all in the midfield. And like I said, there wasn't a shot on goal until the 118th minute. That's infuriating. (laughs) It was awful. (laughs) Huh. But our teams are meeting. Yep. They're meeting tomorrow as of this podcast coming out. Yep. So It'll be interesting. I'll be out of town, so I won't be able to catch it. But, you know. Viva Italia. Sure. It'll be interesting. I mean, I know you guys aren't feeling like you're not... We started to click in the last game finally. Yeah. So that was nice, but... It... But you haven't been full health, then... Not quite the same yet. Yeah. So yep. it'll be it'll be interesting to see what comes of it. But then again, not quite the same as having allowed a goal in the tournament, so... Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have, but I mean, we lost to, we lost to the Republic of Ireland, but that's because we started... Like, we, we sat, like, nine of our starters or something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Like, Buffon wasn't playing and exactly. that sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So it's... And I'm, I'm, really, I'm really proud of Ireland. They yeah. did well. And, I mean, the Irish fans were kind of the hit of the tournament. And... Ooh, I don't know. Oh. Iceland. That's fair. Iceland is beloved at this tournament. That is fair. Um, Ireland, I just, yes. Northern Ireland as well. Like, yeah. the Irish have really done themselves service here. Yeah, they, they really endeared themselves. Like, I... A lot of videos went viral, just like oh, how yeah. great these Irish fans oh, were. Oh, yeah, totally. But that is a good call. The but, Iceland fans. No, they're... I'm cheering for them to beat France. Oh, my God, I, that I, would be amazing. Oh, they could make the semis. That would be so awesome. <laughs> like, just getting out of the eliminate, out of the, the round robin was phenomenal. But the fact yeah. that they beat England... Oh. Holy mackerel. So funny. What a coup. So What funny. a coup. But their fans are... Their fans are insane. Yeah. I love their well, fans. Well, because it's... There's no tomorrow for those the, guys. And ten percent of the population's there. Yeah, it's insane. It's uh, it's so cool to see. So go Iceland. I mean, obviously I'm cheering for Italy, but yeah, and I'm cheering for the Germans. But but there, it's such a it's such a feel good story. Yeah, exactly. That if, if if I was in the finals, and I don't know how it breaks down, so we might like. So it's France and and, and Iceland and, and us too. Um, we're on the same size of the bracket. So okay, so whoever me, the winner of us goes to play the France winner of or Iceland. Okay, so we wouldn't be able to meet in the finals. But I no. mean, okay, so if, if Italy beat Germany yep. and Iceland beats France and we met, I would not be devastated if we lost to Iceland. Because I'm like, <laughs> you know what? I this, can't get mad about that. This is that. like the greatest Cinderella story of all time. Exactly. So go for it. Yeah. I say go for yeah. So what's probably going to happen though is France is going to win that game I, because I they so. are a better team than England clearly. Yeah, but I mean, and then between the two of us, I have no idea. It's too good. To, it's it's one of those games where it's like you know what? As long as you guys play the way you can and we play the way we can, I don't care who wins. Totally. It's just like if I get a good game, great. I'll be way happier if we win. If not, sure. Okay. As I long a, as Italy, I have a World Cup badge on my jersey now, I'm fine. If Italy doesn't dive like they are want to do, yeah. then I'll be happy. And that's the issue I have. Is like I love the Ital- the the Italian. I love the Azzurri, but they're better. They are better. They're much better. It's just. Watching them a number of years ago, I was just like, come on, you guys. That's when I disliked them, yeah. when it was just flopping in defense, whereas now they're actually aggressive in, like, countering. Yeah. So, and that's fun to watch. Yeah. So I appreciate it. Totally. We haven't gotten to my movies yet. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> it's me. Sure. And movies. Uh, but I made sure to keep it down to only four. Okay. And I have two TV series because we haven't talked about that yet. The wow. first one I'm going to talk about is Kagawani because you haven't seen any of it. Okay. Because I get it from Crunchyroll which is direct from Japan. Okay. Uh, 
I just wrapped up the second season. It was a lot of fun. It's that paper animation I was telling you oh, about. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is the other show by that studio that did the horror shorts. Yeah. This one's got an actual narrative to it. It's what if there are monsters in the world, basically. Okay. It was good. Cool. I enjoyed myself. Uh, and I started Roadies. Oh, yes. Cameron you texted me Rhodes. to tell me that. I sure did. It's great. I can't wait to start watching it. It's really great. It's Cameron Crowe at his best. It's funny. Great. And it's about rock music. Yeah. So. How can you go wrong? There's there's no more I want to say because I know it's a Showtime series, so there's a lot of people out there who maybe haven't given it a shot. Yeah. But it is available if in Canada if you have the movie network. It's available. That's how we get it is HBO Canada Movie Network. So. Cool. It's great. I'm I'm so far. Again, I've only sure. seen the first episode. Yeah. Maybe it craters after the pilot like the A team. It's always possible, but my hopes are pretty high. Great. Movies. Yeah. I finally saw Gandhi. Oh, with Ben Kingsley? Yeah. The you 19- haven't seen it yet? No, it was a gap. Neither in- have I, but like I know. But, but- it, it was a gap in my Sure. In my List, yeah. I guess? Well, because yeah. you've seen a bunch of Oscar winners and you hadn't seen that one yet. Right. Yeah. And? It's very good. Yeah. It's He deserved the Oscar? Oh, wow. Yeah. He's Gandhi. Yeah. And you, there's stories, like if you read the trivia on IMDb, stories of locals who are like, is that Gandhi? Oh, really? Is that the ghost of Gandhi? Is Gandhi, like, he looks like okay. Gandhi. It yeah. was brilliant. Cool. I'm so happy it wasn't Dustin Hoffman, which was the original choice. <laughs> Yeah, he's a good actor, but I don't Very. see him as Gandhi. No, considering Ben Kingsley's father was born in the same province as Gandhi? Yeah. 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 Would have been a little weird. Yeah. Troll 2, which is probably one of the worst movies ever made. Okay. And it's known as one of the worst okay. movies ever made. It's a process to get through. Uh, I don't even know if you could bad movie night it. It's that bad? You'd need the right feeling of a bad movie night. Oh, okay. Like, it's it's silly, but it is so bad that if you don't, if you're not clicking with it, it's going to suffer and it will bomb your bed. Is that right? But if you're in the right, like I was in the right frame of mind to be able to get through it on my own. Right. Which I can do with sure. a fair amount of bad movies. It, but it was, it was a slog through okay. some sections. Okay. Battle of Algiers. I'm not going to talk too much about it. I just put up a Better Late Than Never article on oh, the right. yeah, yeah. com about it. Docudrama about the kind of the war of independence for Algiers from France. Okay. And it's colonialism, but it's incredibly prescient to what's going on now, especially in Iraq. Like, it's 100%. You can see exact beat-for-beat beat things that are happening. Cool. That happened in Algeria. And the last one to talk about for me, movie that I watched last night, was On the Town. Okay. Frank Sinatra. Okay. He Like, no. he was in it, or it's yeah. not about Frank? Okay. No, he's one of the leads no you don't know I, I'm, no it sounds familiar I just I, I don't Springfield, know Springfield Springfield it's a hell of a town oh come on New York New York it's a wonderful town that's oh. how the film starts okay well there you go <laughs> it's a silly really fun kind of musical comedy about three sailors who have 24 hours to see New York like shore leave sort of thing yeah they have cool. shore leave so their goal is to find girls and have a good time and that's stands to reason exactly what they do, huh? Um, there's a section. There's quite a bit of. It's. I don't think I mentioned it yet, but it is also a Gene Kelly film. He is the like one of the directors. He's choreography. Oh, sort of stuff. okay. So it's a Gene Kelly 
Frank Sinatra movie. Great. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. There's also one part which is really, really funny when you think about it, where he's having Gene Kelly's having kind of like a fantasy sequence because he's really disappointed. I don't want to spoil it, but even though it is from 1949, sure. in case are you ever gonna watch it? I don't know. Yeah, Just yeah. tell me. It doesn't really matter. He's sad because the girl he fell for ran off at 11:30 and didn't tell him why. Oh. So he sees, like, a sign for a, a musical comedy. So he imagines the events of the film as a musical comedy. But Frank Sinatra is nowhere near a good enough dancer to do a Gene Kelly sequence. Sure. So they replace everybody except for Gene Kelly and the the woman who was playing his love interest. Sure. Because they're both professional dancers. The rest were not. Yeah. So they replaced them with professional dancers. But they tie it together at the end, full spoilers to On the Town, once they're back on the ship, yeah. it's the next, like, shore leave, sir, like, wave. It's the next group. So the next three guys are the guys who replaced them nice. with somebody else, and they start singing, it loops. So this the first song of the show is started off, it's like, I still feel like I'm in bed or whatever, sure. which is a, like a, a dock worker. Okay, yeah. And then New York, New York, It's a Wonderful Town starts again with three new guys who were the replacements in the, like, in the fantasy sequence. Nice. It was good. Very cool. Nice way to tie that in. Yeah. So it, like, it, it was very good. It's worth watching. There's a lot of Inside 40s stuff, so... Uh, if you combine it with uh, You Must Remember This and listen to the Frank Sinatra episodes, which are very, very early, that will definitely help because there are some in-jokes that don't work at all right? because they are from 1949. Like, did you know that at the time of filming, Frank Sinatra was having an affair with Ava Gardner? No. But there's a joke about that in On the Town. Oh. Okay. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's like, it's, there's some inside jokey stuff, but it's a fairly good musical. Cool. Very cool. I think that's everything. Yep. Holy crap, we're going to do a second topic today. <laughs> Which means that second topic is brought to you by Gobblebane. Hey Dave, when was the last time you were attacked by goblins coming to my place? I don't know. That's all thanks to Gobblebane. <laughs> Available exclusively through Gill and Moore Associates. Refreshing anti-goblin sprays come in many dynamic scents, including Blood of the Fallen, Essence of Protection, and Loganberry. Gobblebane, banish those goblins today. I love the Loganberry one. Oh, it smells so great. So good. Our second question comes to us via at Sean Cord. Lee, you finally get your question answered. Uh, he wants us to talk about expansion and possibly, if we get the time, some of these wacko trades that have happened in the NHL. Yeah. But mostly he wants us to talk about expansion. Yeah. Was it specifically NHL? Or? It, well, it was specifically brought up because the day we were recording last week was the day the NHL was like, yep, Vegas is happening. Right. But I think, I don't believe he would mind if we did talk about other expansion sports. Expansion just in general. Yeah. Which is fine. I mean, I, the most I know is kind of based on the NHL anyway. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I'm fine talking about this. I think it's actually kind of a cool subject. So. Yeah. Um, and somebody finally asked for hockey. I know! 122 episodes in of two guy, Canadian guys talking. Yes! Yep. But a lot of our listeners are American, I think, and so they don't... I mean, we, we've talked about baseball and football ad nauseum, but... Oh, and well, there's an NFL preview episode yep. coming. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and this time it might actually work. Yeah. 
Because last time we didn't make it, it didn't work, right? No. Yeah, it died, or it was like right in the interim, kind of right around the the transfer. It was transition right at the period. transition period where we yeah. lost a podcast, and then I just put up our predictions. And yeah. Then, yeah. Anyway, it'll be uh, that'll happen. Yeah, because it will. It's actually kind of fun. I really like those those episodes. Yep. Um, expansion, hey? Yeah. Well, first off, do you want to start with what the original question was, which we kind of answered last week about what do you think of expanding hockey into Las Vegas? Sure. Sure. That seems like a good place to start. Yeah. I think it's dumb. Yeah. Me too. Because um, it's dumb. It's real dumb. Now, what I do get is that they had a good season ticket drive. Mm. It's a central arena. This isn't some Glendale nonsense, which yeah. is an hour away from Phoenix. Yeah. It's actually on the strip, like just off the strip. Okay. Because it was paid for by MGM or whatever. Okay. Like this is an actual full multi-purpose arena that's in the heart of Las Vegas. Right. They had a, like a, I don't remember what league it was, like IHL or something like that. And they drew consistently good numbers. Sure. Like they had a ticket waiting list. Right. So like I get that there's a hunger there, but is hockey going to outdraw everything else in Vegas? Well, that's the thing. And that's like... Because it's an 8 o'clock shift. Like, it's an 888 town, isn't it? Like, people don't work as the same regular hours everywhere else. You have an 8-hour shift because it Vegas never closes. Right, right, right. So, some people will work insane times. So, sure. you're always trying to fight for which third of the market is going to be able to be there of locals. Right. Then you're hoping the rest is... Tourists? Like, tourists and high rollers getting, like, fancy seats? Or getting comped, or, like, maybe yeah. casinos have, you know, like... The Grand is like, hey, you've, you've played real well, here's some tickets to the Black Knights game. Yeah. For simplicity's sake, because we don't know a team name, I'm just gonna say Black Knights. That's, that's kind that's of the, the rumor. Runway. Yeah. Um, I to hope me, you're it's right like... and it's the posse. I really do, because I think that'd be amazing. A nice throwback, throwback from the CFL days. Yeah. I would love that. It was a good logo, all yeah. things considered. I actually kind of liked it. Yeah, it wasn't bad back in the defunct... Yeah, anyway. Just Sorry. a nice throwback. To me, if they are counting on travelers or people, I guess tourists, even though it's... Whatever. If they're counting on people coming to Vegas... Which is what they told us about Sunrise having a team in Florida. Sure. It's all Canadians anyway. Yeah, how are they selling out? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think to a lesser extent, Glendale. Like, a lot of the snow, the western snowbirds come to, go down to Glendale. Yep. How many of them are going to, to Coyotes games? They're they're not, because they don't live in Glendale. Exactly. They live in Scottsdale. Yeah. Which is the other side of Phoenix. So anyway, if they're counting on people coming down, like, for me, if I'm going to Boston, it's to go see sports teams. Sure. Because I like, I, I mean, they're my teams. Like, I love the Bruins, the the Red Sox, and the and the Patriots. Yeah. So I'm gonna go there to to watch their games. But like, I will go. I've considered doing the the Phoenix trip to go see the the Flames, like when they're playing in in Arizona. Sure. But to me, it just if I'm ever going to Vegas, I'm not going to watch hockey. I'm going for the casinos and like kind of the the like, shows. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot I can watch. I got. I have flame season tickets now. I. Hey, I, I know. Congratulations! I, thank you. I got them last Friday, so a week, the a week ago. Nice. Um. Yeah, I got an email a couple weeks prior, being like, "You're, you're on the list." It was like, "Oh," and so I, I bought them, and it's like it's we got nosebleeds. We're way up there, but whatever. I mean, yeah, like for 130 bucks a month for nine months. That's not that's not bad, bad at all. 
no. for Flames season tickets way cheaper than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. So anyway, I can go see as many Flames games as I want. Sweet. Yeah, which is great. I don't need to go somewhere to go see them. If I'm going to Vegas, I'm not going to... Like, if I'm going to be entertained, it's by... Like Cirque's there. Cirque, exactly. Or, you know, concerts that are in town or... Magic. Magic, Fun. exactly. <laughs> like, any of those things. It's something I would rather do than go see hockey. Yeah. And I love hockey, but it's just like... Now, if you were in Vegas for other things, like a bachelor party or whatever, sure. and the Flames were there playing the Black Knights, would you go? Probably. So... So, I mean, and that's the thing. Like, maybe it might work because it's like, oh... There's a game tonight. We don't have any actual concrete plans. Or maybe you plan it and be like, we're going down for a stag party. Maybe one of the days we actually go and watch the Black Knights game. Yeah. So it it might work. It just seems risky. And the reason I think we look at it this way, like, I understand why they're not thinking Quebec City right now. Dollar's weak and we're attached to the petrodollar. Right? Sure. So, like, yeah. the dollar's a little weak. The arena's not built yet, whereas the one in Vegas is built. It's there. I get that. Yeah. Great. So I understand all that, but we've seen and we've heard all of this, oh, it's going to work in the desert, it's going to work in the south before. Yeah. And then we've watched these teams struggle and go into bankruptcy and then get purchased and go back into bankruptcy. The NHL, I don't know if they still own the the Coyotes, but like... No, they were bought. But the NHL had to buy the Coyotes to avoid them going bankrupt and going somewhere else. Yeah. Because Ice Arizona or something bought them? Something like that. Yeah. Florida down in Sunrise, the the Panthers down in Sunrise. Like, who were good this year? Who were good. Tampa Bay, who were good this year, they don't yep. have a huge... They're better than ever. They're better, like, but, I mean, back when, when they won the Cup? That was two-for-one Stanley Cup tickets? Yeah. yeah. Like, your team is going to win the what is called the hardest trophy in, in, in pro sport, sports. In pro sports to win. I'd say it's the hardest in pro sports yeah. to win. Sure. And... You're t- if they're in the finals, they're playing to win this, and you're giving away tickets. I still remember when Rick Mercer, the, like a comedian who has as close to a panel show, I guess, as we have. A sure, pick. it's like a John Stewart more yeah. than a more than a panel show, though. But yeah, on one of our networks up here, went to Tampa Bay wearing a Tampa Bay Lightning jersey, asking people in Tampa what the name of their team that just won the trophy was. Mm-hmm. And I think a third of them got it. Yeah. Well, I remember, and it might have been skewed because everything on the oh, internet sure is skewed, is. but, like, I saw a picture of Tampa's Stanley Cup parade, and then I saw a picture of the Flames, we lost the Stanley Cup parade. Yeah. yeah. And the amount of people, like, I bet you it was 4-1, to one, the amount of people who turned out to the Calgary one to the Tampa one. Yep. And we didn't even win. Nope. Technically. Um, Which is correct. <laughs> Anyway. Whose name's on the trophy? I know. And, I mean, it's hard. The review, the, the, yeah. the puck, it looked like it crossed the line. But, but if they would have called it in, then they probably wouldn't have been able to to overturn it. But I don't know if they would have been able, if there was enough evidence. Anyway, yeah. that's that's that was 12 years ago. I'm clearly over it. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. You're dealing with it real well. <laughs> it gets easier every day. Anyway. Especially like, if your team wins two more cups since then. Shut up. We, I, I so, don't have to until October. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, but, like, you look at these teams, and now, granted, there are some experiments that work. Like, San Jose has a great fan base. Yeah, they've been there for 25 years. But that's NorCal, right? Like, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah? It was also the first thing in town. Like, pure San Jose was the yeah. first thing in town. So, for Vegas, 
first thing in town. And I know that that's why the NHL wanted to do this, because they wanted to beat the NFL there. And NBA. And NBA, They sure. definitely wanted to beat the NBA, too. Because yeah. Vegas right now is a college basketball town. Oh, UNLV. Yeah. Yeah, sure. So, if you can beat the NBA and NFL for sure, because yeah. once the NFL's there, then it's just done. Absolutely. On NFL days. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, like, if you're rich enough, then you can go to both games. That's great. But, yeah, Sunday's... In Vegas, if it's between if the, the Raiders are there, if it's between the yeah the Raiders or the Posse, yeah, the Raiders are going to take it every every time, probably even if they're terrible, probably, and they're not going to be because the Raiders look good. Well, and again, if I'm going down to a stag party during the in the in the winter months, yep. and I have my choice of going to see an NFL game or an NHL game, I'm going NFL. Yeah, every day of the week. Yeah. That Which they play Sundays and Mondays and, and Thursdays and Thursdays. Yeah, yeah. So, and that—that's the thing. Like because it's more of a novelty to me. Like I said, I can go to a Flames game anytime I want now. But the Las Vegas Raiders are playing the Denver Broncos. I'm gonna go watch. I'm that. gonna go watch that game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope the Raiders don't move. I like the Oakland fans, but yeah, yeah. We'll see. Time will tell. So that's 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 one of the reasons why I have issues with expansion. Yeah. Beyond that. But if they if it was Quebec instead of Vegas, or if it was Portland or Seattle, or Seattle. instead of Vegas, do you have those same reservations? I I still don't like expansion, and so I mean that's the thing. Like I don't think Vegas is a smart choice. I think there are better choices to expand to, but I don't love the idea of expansion. Okay, because I feel like expansion has diluted the game in the sense that like. And I mean, I guess the the bigger the, the world gets and the more people, the more people are playing. But, like, you look at when they really expanded. I mean, from the 90s onward, like, we went from 20, 24 teams, teams to 30 teams. Yeah. And so that's 120 more players that are that have to be drafted, which means that you're not necessarily getting the best players. You're getting guys to fill in those roster slots. True, but like you said, now there's more guys from Sweden. Now there's more guys from Finland. Now there's Danish players. There's Swiss players. There's American players. Yeah. So, and that's the thing. It's like, I think kind of in the 90s when there was a lot of Canadian players and not a lot of everything else. Yeah. Maybe a lot of American players, but like there weren't a lot of Europeans yet. There were some, but not a lot. Yeah. You didn't have a lot of that talent to draw from. And so then in the mid-90s, it diluted the talent pool, which all of a sudden meant that they had to find different ways. Like these guys, you know, these fourth liners, in order to keep up with the first liner, they had to do something. So that's kind of when the advent of the neutral zone trap came about. Yep. Which was stupidly frustrating. Awful for hockey. Awful for hockey. And I mean, a lot of these guys were, were Canadian players and, you know, 20 years later would never have a shot because... We are getting a lot more Swedes and a lot more Finnish players. And, and like you said, Swiss players. We have some yep. Slovakians, like Belarusians. Like, the Flames drafted a Belarusian player. And we're skipping Russia. 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 I mean, yeah, exactly. I That was that was on the list. But, yeah. like, I was thinking about smaller markets. Because we there were still a decent amount of Russian players Several. once the wall fell. Yes. That were, that were starting to come over. And, yeah, the KHL takes some, but not all. And, and I think the best ones, like, you look at Pavel Datsuk who played the bulk of his career here, made his money playing in the NHL, and is going home to finish in the KHL. Yeah. He's like, I made enough money to survive. I'm going to go home and finish in Russia and live the rest of my life in Russia. Fine. Some guys, like, I feel like Alexander Ovechkin loves living in the States, 
I don't think it. I don't think he's going to move back. Yeah. But once the wall fell, there's a lot of Russian players who kind of came over. Yeah. But now we're seeing an influx of smaller countries where their hockey markets are starting to get bigger. Like, you look at Switzerland in the World Juniors, they're they're now competitive. It used to be they were just a write-off. Now, they're not necessarily the best team, but they're they're not an easy match, and they're feisty. Well, and look at... You bring up the World Juniors. Look at the World Juniors, period. Canada wins 11 years in a row, loses twice, wins seven years in a row. Now it's hard. Yeah. Because yeah. there's good players it's, everywhere. It's not the gimme that it used to be. It's top six countries yeah. are fighting for medals? Typically you have, what, Canada, Russia, the U.S., fin- Finland, Sweden. Sweden. And I'd throw, like, every once in a while the Czechs will roll yeah. in and Czechs, be great. Yeah. Or Czechs or Slovaks, Or right? Slovaks, yeah. So there's there's seven teams right there. Yeah. Those are typically the top seven. Then you get Switzerland, you get, like, they're kind of that lower tier, just but they, they still make it, like, they're pesky, and they make it hard for that. Yeah. The Germans are decent sometimes. The Germans sometimes. are decent sometimes. Latvia, Latvia Kazakhstan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, you have these, these teams that kind of come through and deal with, you know, they get relegated, then they come back up two years later. And yep. You know, there's kind of this cycle of different teams who who you don't always see, but like those seven teams are usually there, and they are. So I mean, there is more talent to draw from, yeah. And that could be because the population of the world is getting bigger, or because there's just more opportunities in Europe to play. I don't know what it is, but or it's easier to come over, or it's easier to come over. The world is getting bigger in the sense that there's more people, but it's getting smaller in the sense that it's easier to get. Hop on a plane, six-hour flight, you're in New York. Yeah. So, so I'm just worried that if we expand too much that we're going to encounter the same thing. It might not happen because we're getting more players. It's just, I remember what happened, and it could be because we expanded too quickly. Like, it was like... It was too much too fast. Two teams in 91, two teams in 92, two teams in, like, 96 or something like that. And that was a lot. Yeah. Whereas now it's just, it's just Vegas. Yeah, I mean, I would... I would almost like to see two teams because then you then it's even teams on both sides. Yeah, but nobody's ready yet. No. Seattle needs an arena, and it's got to be NBA ready because that's what they care about. Yeah, they want the Supersonics back. Yeah. So. Yeah. What about NFL expansion? Like, overseas? Well, we can or talk Toronto? about London if you want. <sighs> if any league can go to London, it's the NFL. Yeah. I mean, well, and that's... We've talked about this before, like... Because they only play once a week, you 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 fly out on on Monday after your Sunday game. Yep. So that way you're not jet lagged by the time you're playing on Sunday, and then you fly back, and then you're ready for another Sunday game. Yep. I get it. And it, it is the National Football League, so I mean, technically, I mean, I guess national means within the the country. It does technically. But I mean, they've been looking at Toronto for years. Yeah, which I think has died off again. I think so. Because, you know, they can't even... They don't even support their local CFL team. No. So why would they want an NFL team? Yeah. I'm sure with an NFL team, because it's a little bit more big time, they would probably be all over it. Because it's such a... For a while. It's such a thing to brag about. Yeah. Until something doesn't go right. Yeah. And then, well, and I mean, tr- Toronto's Toronto's draw is the Leafs. Yeah. And that's that's it. Like, I mean... They like their Jays. They like their Jays if they, the Jays are doing well. They like their Raptors. They like the Raptors if the Raptors, Raptors are a, doing well. Yeah. well. Although, even when they weren't, they were... Yeah. They could draw. They could. But, like, they have a hardcore fan base. Yeah. The basketball fans really like the Raptors. Yeah. And Jurassic Park is impressive. It so. is. Yeah. Um, but, like, they don't, they don't love... They don't care about the Argos. 
Well, I have some feelings on that, but yeah. On what, the CFL or Toronto in general? Well, both, but mostly they don't care about the Argos. Yeah, if it's your choices between Major League Baseball and Canadian football, what are you going to go? Probably baseball, yeah. Yeah, same price, and you're getting professional, like, the best players in the world versus the guys who couldn't make the NFL. Yep, and Canadian players. Yeah. Because there's some great Canadian players from LaValle. There are some great Canadian players, yeah. Our alumni are pretty damn good. Yeah. But. Yeah, no, exactly. So, I mean, as far as. There's so much there. Like, I get it. Here, during summer, what else is there to watch? Foothills FC is just starting, yeah. and that's like third-tier yeah. North American soccer. I'd go watch one of their games, but yeah, I'm not stressed about it. We don't have a ball team. The closest ball team is in Okotoks, and that's like double-A ball, if that. It might be single-A. It might be single-A. I yeah. can't remember. Like, it's not... There used to be a triple-A team here. Yeah. Way back. And then there... The, the Cannons. They were in the Pacific Coast League. The Vipers were single-A? I think so. But they are gone. Yeah. So, like, what else... Here, what else do you have to do professional sports to watch in summer? That's it. Yeah. Regina, what are you doing in Saskatchewan (sighs) for summer? It's... That's why the Rough Riders are so great. Yeah. Because... Because there's nothing else. You look at the... The attendance die off. Like, if there's a a Stamps game and a Flames game on the same day... Oh, yeah. Oh, it's... It's not close. No, it's not even... It's not even at all close. And that's what I think Toronto's got. Toronto's got so much else going on. Yeah. Even in summer, like, you could watch TFC. So the hardcore footy fans are going to go watch TFC. Yeah. You can watch the Blue Jays. They've got a better theater district than any other city except maybe Vancouver or Montreal in Mm -hmm. Canada. So, like, there's... Well, and Vancouver's more film anyway, so I think, like... Yeah, but there's a good... There's a real good improv and, like... Sure. Like, underground theater yeah. circuit there, but... But as far as, like, it's big like, theaters... Yeah, but... Yeah. It's Toronto. Exactly. It's Toronto and Montreal and Ottawa. Yeah. Like, that's that's where the theaters are. Mm-hmm. So it's just, like, there's so much to do there during the summer that I don't think Canadian, like, second-tier football is really that interesting. No. Nothing against second-tier football. I get it, and I get why people enjoy going to yeah. watch it, because you get to go watch a sports game, have a few beers, exactly. hang out with your friends, yeah. cheer for a team. That's why like, I liked it when the Vipers played, because that was exactly what we'd do. We'd walk up, drink some beer, watch some baseball. I mean, yeah. it's not great baseball, but it's baseball. Exactly. I don't care. But in Toronto, you don't have to do that. No. No. So, yeah, I mean... So, yeah, so getting maybe, back to the original question... So maybe the NFL there would do better. It might. But... But is that a risk they want to take versus London, where I don't think it's a risk? I think, or why is there not a pro team in Alabama yet? <laughs> Seriously, I know it's a college place, and you'd have to fight with the college, but it's a different day of the week. Exactly, they never play Saturdays for that reason. Bama loves football. Yeah, <laughs> like, there's a few states down there that could probably have a team. Yeah, but like, is there the money there? Is there the money outside of the college? To build a stadium in Alabama, like I don't know I, uh, what is what is Alabama's economy? Agriculture would I guess. be my guess. Yeah, like that's not bringing that that doesn't scream to me that there's a lot of money for a football stadium. No, where do you put it? Mobile, just Probably outside Mobile? Mobile, Montgomery. Montgomery, yeah. What's the capital of Alabama? Is it Montgomery? Mobile? Is it Montgomery? I think it's Montgomery. I can never remember. I used to have them down to it, like, down that, but, like... Yeah, but we live so far away that it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's true. I think I had to memorize in, like, grade nine, because it was yeah. part of my social studies class. And exactly. And I was just like, uh... Sure. Um, one of those two. Yeah. It's one of those two. But, yeah, like, there's... Like, I don't know what else is there. Well, and there's no sports professional sports teams in Alabama, is there? It's just no, college ball. It's just college ball. 
or colleges because I'm sure they like I'm sure there's a bunch of yeah yeah they pro- probably play like baseball and and basketball and, basketball. and yep. yeah yeah but it's college ball yeah <laughs> well I mean I think about like uh, Nashville there's the Titans in in Nashville they're in Nashville yeah okay. Yeah, we. Yeah. Uh, I saw their stadium when I went to Nashville. Right. Our hotel was right across the street from it. Cool. Very cool. Um, but I remember a couple summers after that, I was up working in a at a diamond mine for a couple weeks doing land reclamation. Right. And one of the guys, the second summer I was there, there was a guy named Henry from Tennessee who was in, and he was basically streamlining all the departments. Oh, cool. And I got to chatting with him and found out he was from Tennessee and was giving him all, and you know, a couple days later, I made a comment about the about the predators. I was like, oh yeah, you're probably not a hockey fan. You're a football guy. Hey? He's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, so the Titans. He goes, oh no, I'm a, I'm a college guy. I'm like, sure. And that's the thing. Like, Balls. even what's that? Yeah, oh. volunteers. Yeah, yeah. And even, even the guy like they have an NFL team, but he didn't care about the Titans because he was all about the volunteers. Now it could be because he lives closer to, uh, the te- like to, they're in because Tennessee Titans are in Nashville, so I think they're in. What's that other... Um, They're not in Memphis, are they? No, it's the other one. I can't remember. It doesn't really matter. Anyway, I think because he was probably closer to there. Yeah. It's like, well, Knoxville? No, they must be in Memphis because they can't be in Knoxville. I don't know. I'm looking. Okay. Um, but that's the thing. Like, they're, they're these guys who was just like, I don't... Knoxville. It is Knoxville. Woohoo! Um, I don't... I don't need to go watch the Titans. I live in Knoxville. I'm going to watch the, the Volunteers. But you could go to the Wig Sphere. That is true. That is true. Ooh. Oh, good thing you got, got that it. in there. <laughs> I got it. We're good. I just about made a Bimo Sci-Fi Con comment at the beginning of it, but I didn't call it our bi-monthly uh, list about what are you reading and stuff. Right. I kind of skipped that part over. I was like, damn it. Well, because Springfield also tried to get an NFL franchise oh, at yeah. one point. They did. Yeah. Right. Oh, and I guess we did the whole Springfield. Springfield is a hell of a town. Oh, we were fine. Yeah. No, yeah. we were good. Yeah. But still. Yeah. Obscure reference to Knoxville. There you go. But yeah, like, I don't I don't know where else the NFL could go. Like, Vegas makes sense for them. Yeah. They have to deal with the gambling side of it. But sure. whatever. I mean, they have to deal with the gambling side of it anywhere. Just, there it's a little bit more Vegas prevalent. is a little, yeah. It's a little bit easier to come by. But they're not even like they're barely dealing with legalized marijuana in some of their states. Yeah. Like how do you deal with with that? You have to have code of conducts where they can't do something that used to be illegal but now isn't. Yeah. But it is where you're traveling. Like it's just a whole bunch of nonsense. So yeah, they'll figure for sure. that out. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean there's Vegas, but I mean I feel like all the other major cities kind of like you didn't you wouldn't want to put one in San Jose cuz you've already got the Niners. Yeah. And the, the Raiders. And so, like, yeah. you've already got two in NoCal. You've got, I guess now you've got the Rams down in L.A. Yep. Could you do another L.A. team? Probably. Probably. There used to be two. There could be two again. There's so, two in New York, so. Yeah. Yeah, so you probably could do that. So, I mean, it's, but. Like, Chicago's got its team. Like, uh, Portland's? Two point some million people there. Do they care? I don't know. Ducks have a great fan base. Yeah. But again, do you, are you able to pull them out of college? Yeah, whereas like you have the Seattle. Seattle's not a big city, but 
Love their Seahawks. They love their Seahawks. And there's not a lot else. Like, they've got the Mariners. Yep. But they don't have the Supersonics. They don't have a hockey team. And there's not a lot... Like, it's not a it's not a university... No, it's not really a university Like, town. Washington, you're looking more like Washington State. I don't know. I can't even remember where that is, but, like, you're going to Spokane. Uh, State... Yeah, isn't State in Spokane? I think so. Yeah. But, like... And so you're going to go to smaller... Like, Olympia probably has a has a college or a That might university. be where U of W is. Yeah. Or so, that's in Tacoma. I don't know. But, I don't know. And maybe they do have one, but I just... It's not... It You don't hear about a, a college, college team it's in Seattle. It's not UCLA. It's yeah. not the team you know. Yeah, exactly. It's just, it's just kind of another team. So... That one makes sense. And yeah. the Seahawks aren't going anywhere. No, they're not. They're far too beloved. And well, they have all the draw from, like, they've got the Northwest draw from Canada, too. Yep. There's a lot of people in Calgary and West who love the Seahawks because they're the closest team. And I think Paul Allen's doing okay. I, I, I'm, I'm I, sure I, he's fine. I think he's probably Financially-wise, yeah. as opposed to the NHL guys who every once in a while it's just like, oh, he doesn't actually have any money. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. Glad you sold him a team, man. Yeah. NBA, Seattle. Yeah. Give them a team. Absolutely. I think Key Arena's not bad. No. It's just, I think it's it small and it's old. It needs work. Yeah. But. But. Would it be, like, couldn't. Isn't the. I don't know. And this is me just. Like, couldn't you bring them a team, let them play in Key Arena while they're building a new. Rank? Yeah, you just you need a deal for an arena in yeah. place to make sure that's going to happen sure. before you do that. Because then I imagine it's just like, okay, great, we're going to bring in Vegas and Seattle. Yeah, which is two and teams you, in the West. Well, but then you send a team, uh, move you, a team that's yeah, exactly. I yeah. mean, I think that's what you do in Minnesota. Minnesota probably could be in the East fairly easily. Are you talking about NBA? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, like in the NHL, you add a team in Seattle, then you then you send. Uh, like Chicago or Nashville to the east, somewhere yeah. you know. Nashville, somebody... Nashville makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It's always bothered me that that Detroit used to complain about their travel being in the west, and it's like Nashville's just as far, and yeah. they're further south. But they also have like the Texas, so they can kind of do that that southern yeah. thing. But I mean, they're pretty far east. So you yep. put Nashville in the east, and then we get Seattle and, and Las Vegas. Like it kind of reshapes things. So yeah, like you just change over the the conferences yep um but i mean i know that's what the flames did when the flames came from atlanta they played in the corral which is tiny oh yeah for a bunch of well you know at least half a season yeah while the the saddle dome was being finished and then they moved into the saddle dome yep. apparently there's one game where gretzky wouldn't play because he refused to play in such a crappy arena like the corral i was like cool fair enough i guess you're small getting played paid to play hockey dude but whatever that's that's cool Anyway, so yeah, let's just like do that. Like, what get they that. don't tell you is that his dressing room was filled with bats. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and despite the fact that there are no rats in Alberta, there are a bunch of rats in his dressing room too. So bats. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Bats and rats. Oh, yeah. all of them together at last. If only they brought cats. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I mean, I guess I don't love the idea of expansion, but it's kind of inevitable. Yeah. It's it is. a growing business, and Gary Bettman is convinced that he can do anything. So is Goodell. Exactly. So these commissioners who just kind of think, you know... Whereas I think Adam Silver is actually thinking about it. Where it's just like, okay, see how that hockey team does. Then maybe get a deal going for Vegas. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. And that's the other thing. is It's like, you could be the team that gets in there first, like the NHL wanted to do. Or you could be the team that sits back and goes, let's see how this pans out. Yeah. 
hey, Seattle, how's that arena coming? Yeah, exactly. I'd like to see Seattle get a basketball team. Yeah, I want the Sonics to come back. I'd probably still be a Sonics fan because <laughs> they're the closest. Yeah. It's way closer to me than any other team in the league. Yeah. I miss the Grizzlies. Yeah. <laughs> Big country Reeves. Who? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know we're... We're pretty much done, but did you want to say anything about the ridiculousness that was Taylor Hall for Adam Larson's? Because we're probably not going to get asked to do this again. Oh, man. I think Edmonton got jobbed on that. Yeah. I I saw my brother sent a, a message that it was like, a, it wasn't The Onion, but it was kind of like one of those cheap oh, tongue beaver in cheek. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where it said that uh, Oilers traded for the wrong Larson. Because I'm, you know, like when I first heard it, I was like, oh, I'll recommend Larson. That's a pretty good trade. I'm like, oh, no, Adam Larson. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So that one, the Oilers got hosed. I mean, I know that they need defensemen, but Adam Larson is not going to be the answer to what they need. No. Well, he's all, he's immediately their best defenseman. Yeah. But that's not saying but anything. Now he's your best defenseman? Yikes. Yeah. And then you've got the P.K. Subban, Shea Weber trade. Strange. Strange. Like, defenseman for defenseman. I think P.K., they need to get P.K. out of there. I think he wasn't... There was something that wasn't working out properly. Which is so crazy because the fans love him. The fans love him. He and Carey Price are great friends. Like, there's a lot of reasons. Like, there's a lot of reasons why I was kind of shocked that he left. So you, you're trading two very good defensemen. And Shea Weber's got a rocket for a shot. Yeah. But he's older. Yeah. Three like, years. He's not that old, to be fair. I suppose. But, like, he's he's an older defenseman. And, like, I think PK's, I think PK is a better defenseman than Shea Weber. He also has a 10-year contract still at 30, which is worth, what, six mil a year? Seven mil a year? Yeah, and I heard somebody say, like, he's going to retire in seven. Probably. And that's three years of that, so you're hoping that there's still a floor team suffering. So, you know, that Arizona or Las Vegas still exists. Yeah, well, and and, because I heard that it's Nashville who has to pay that contract out. I don't know how that works. Oh, if that happened, then that's a little better. Yeah. Like... Well, you trade salary, so they'd have they'd retain if Shea Weber retires. It's like an if then. So if he right, retires right, right. before the end of the contract, then he because ha- they to, were the one who signed under that contract. Then you're on the hook for this. Yeah, so for the cap. So yeah, like Montreal wouldn't be on the hook for for that salary if he retired. Right, which would screw Nashville over in about seven years. But unless there's a floor team, yeah. If Arizona's still a floor team, like then you they do like what they did with Datsuk, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. Can, we'll give you a second. Take this. Yeah. Okay, great. We're at the floor, so we're fine. We have tons of space. Yeah. Yeah. Stamkos staying in Tampa? I like it. I like Stamkos. I made a bet with my cousin who's a massive uh, uh, Lightning fan. Okay. I bet him that Stamkos wouldn't uh, re-sign just because there was a, for for months they've been talking about this, and he wasn't re-signing, wasn't re-signing. So I was like, to me it's a win-win because I like Stamkos and I like him in Tampa. Yeah. I don't want to see him sign in Toronto, but if he if he does, then I win a case of beer. If he doesn't, then I like Sam Coast in Tampa, and whatever, I'm out a case of beer. Yeah. No whatever. big deal. So I have to buy that before this weekend. And how much, to be fair, of that Sam Coast to Toronto was the fact that Toronto needs something to talk about because their team is the worst 100%. team in the league? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then they're like, after they got the first pick, it's like, oh, we're going to have Sam Coast and Austin Matthews. It's like, no. No, you're not. You're not going to have them both. Your GM would be ridiculous if he did that because that is very poor planning. Yeah. Like, they've got a bunch of young guys, and right about the time that their contracts are all coming up, you're still paying Steven Stamkos $8 million a year? That's ridiculous. Yep. 
So I'm glad he I'm glad he stuck around, and I think you're absolutely right. It's just Toronto people needed something to talk about, and all we get is Toronto talk because we're Western Canada. So everybody here loves the Maple Leafs. Oh yeah. <laughs> I actually wasn't going to end on that. I was going to let you talk about getting Brian Elliott. We'll wrap up with you. Okay. Okay. Like Pittsburgh didn't do anything. We're no, fine. I, this is the second year in the row in a row that I think Jim Treliving has done amazing things at the drafts. Yeah. Uh, somehow we got the guy we wanted without having because I had heard that we were going to try to trade up yep. from sixth to fourth. Yep. But then Columbus <laughs> didn't take Dubois. Did did take Dubois and they weren't supposed to. They nobody thought they would. Yeah, and so that kind of threw everything. So then there were guys who were available who they didn't think were, and all of a sudden Matthew Kachuk fell to sixth place. And we're like, well, sweet, we didn't have to give anything up. That's fantastic. And then. To get Brian Elliott, a goalie that we desperately needed, yeah. for 35th overall, and then a conditional third-round pick in 2018 if Brian Elliott re-signs with the Flames. Yep. Man, I mean, I heard that Pittsburgh was asking for our sixth overall and something else for Flurry. To be fair, Flurry's a much better goalie than Elliott. Sure, but... We just need a goalie. Yeah, no, but that's why Pittsburgh but, would be asking because, it, like, we're giving you a starter time, like, who can win forty games a year, whereas Elliot needs to platoon with somebody. Which, and I mean, we've got, um, because he basically lost the job to Allen, right? Sure, but I mean, it's a step up from Hiller or Ramo. He definitely is. So, but like, Flurry is definitely a yeah, step above. But he's a good placeholder. Sure. In, in you know, until uh, Gillies is ready, John Gillies is ready, yeah, or whatever, sure. right? Um, but I understand that Flurry was good, but I figured Flurry for a sixth overall might be like that gives you guys a really good draft pick and it gives yeah. us a really good goalie. That makes sense. So it's like when they asked for plus, I was like, yeah, I'm glad we didn't make that trade. But then like Brian Elliott, who's a pretty good goalie and maybe in a different hockey market, he or in a different market, he plays better. Who knows? It's possible. But for 35th overall and a conditional third round, I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's pretty We solid. didn't have to give much up for that. And we got a goalie that, like, a starting goalie. Because he was also in Ottawa before St. Louis. I think so. And he platooned there, too. Yeah. So he's used, because he's got a few injury things and that yeah. sort of thing. So, like, if you get a good 50, 50 games out of him, I think that'd be pretty yeah acceptable. Yeah, so... More would be nice, but I think I'd expect about 50-55. Yeah, and I mean, we were playing two goalies in tandem this last and year, hoping. so... Exactly. Yeah, so... So, in other words, tomorrow what Pittsburgh needs to do is talk to Edmonton, because we should be able to get half of their top line for Flurry. <laughs> Ostensibly, <laughs> Taylor yes. Taylor Hall for Adam Larson. Could we have Connor McDavid for Flurry then? Seriously. Because, here you go. Yeah. The way... Oh, man. Peter Shirelli. I liked him when he was with Boston, but he is... He is not the best GM. No, I'm starting he, to think that a lot of that was smoke and mirrors. He's done some pretty stupid things. That Ooh. Sagan trade that he made to get rid of Sagan for, like, basically Louis Erickson and nothing. Yep. Like, neat. Now Sagan's a really, really good center on a playoff team, and Boston didn't make the playoffs? Didn't make the playoffs for the second year in a row? Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. I can't have both my teams in the playoffs at the same time. It just never happens. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, that's another topic for another day. If somebody else wants us to talk hockey. Yeah, well, I think we should. That's why I was like, let's just enjoy this Episode for Episode 244. The guys talk hockey for the second time. 
so San Jose folded. (laughs) (laughs) That's two years away. Who the hell knows? Man, that cup loss really shook them to their core. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I guess that's it. Look for us on Twitter to have a chat or throw us a topic for future podcasts. I can be found at David Ron. That's Ron with two N's. Sean is at Sean Cord. That's Sean with a U. And we are at Guys from Podcast. Yep. Don't forget to subscribe, share, and rate the podcast, especially if you enjoyed it. We very much appreciate anyone who takes the time out to give us a review, give us a rating. It will help get the Guys from Podcast to be more visible on iTunes. We're available basically on every podcatcher you can imagine, or check us out on Stitcher, the innovative on-demand podcast app. If you're looking for our articles, including the top 100 Simpsons episodes of all time, which will be starting next week, or back episodes of the podcast, you can find them at our website, www.theguysfrom.com. Hey Dave, is there anything you wanted to plug? Apparently the documentary, The Resurrection of Jake the Snake, is unbelievable. Hmm. Um, It's on Netflix, and I'm going to watch it later this week, and so should everybody else, and then we can chat about it on Twitter! Ooh! Or not, because nobody talks to me on Twitter. (laughs) Sean? Uh, I, I always plug the articles once. Do I need to plug them again? No. We're writing stuff. It's there. Theguysfrom.com. Go. Head to iHorror.com for all of your horror news, interview, and review needs. And also, I already talked about it once, but give roadies a shot. Mm. It's pretty great. Special thanks to The Sweets for a wonderful opening music. Check out their website at www.wearethesweets.com. Also, even though they never listen to our podcast, congratulations to my parents, who both retired this week. 35 years of working each, or my mom did 33 or something like that, but collectively, like, almost 70 years of work between the two of them. They finally made it, and now comes the fun, so congratulations to my mom and dad. Woo! This has been episode 122, for real, of the Guys From Podcast. Thanks for listening. Once again, I'm Sean. And I'm Dave. Taking us up this week is Long John Lev and their song, Charity Quilt. If you like what you hear, you can check them out at their website, www.longjohnlev.com That's J-O-N, not J-O-H-N Remember, if you have an original song that you would like us to feature at the end of our podcast send us an MP3 or the link to your SoundCloud along with any information about your band that you would like us to pass along We're big fans of the indie community and we want to lend our support however we can Our email address to send those MP3s is guysfrompodcasts at gmail.com Have a great week, everybody The Guys From Podcast is brought to you in part by nothing but again, we have to thank the fan The fan is the only reason we're able to do this without passing out from heat stroke. So the guys from podcast is brought to you by fan and nothing. Well, I'm a living rendition of a charity quilt. Stitched from pieces of these people in these lives I built. Thank for something for the rest But who I really am isn't my best guess but Who I really am isn't my best guess Oh, won't you tell me who I am On both sides of a civil war Yeah, I don't really know what I'm fighting for To be better or worse, it's a definite yes But who 
I really am is in my best guess. And who I really am is in my best guess. Oh, 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 you tell me who I am. Who I really am is in my best guess. Who I really am is in my best guess. 